Bow! What's up, everybody? Thank you guys Swear. for tuning in to the Nick and Mal Show. I'm going to be a little cocky real quick. This is the number one show on the motherfucking internet. Swear. Apple Podcast, Spotify, check us out. Joe Rogan, who? Should I start off the podcast that hot? Bro, start off that hot because I don't know who the fuck Joe Rogan is. I am Nick Johnson, one half of the Nick and Mal Show, and across from me, is my brother Malcolm Stowe Guala. the second half of the Nick and Mouse show, aka Guala. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Talk to me nice and don't talk to me at all. Sure. I'll tell you this, right? Talk to him. I'm like your nickname godfather. Whatever sure. I start oh. No, I'm sorry. Oh, that, that's a fact. I'm gonna give you your clout. I'm gonna give you your clout. Whatever I start calling Malcolm is what people call him. But, and this is before we was even friends. That's a fact, but but what was you calling me though? <laughs> 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 yo, this pull, yo, Gula, what you doing today? Yo, Gula, Listen, I'm like, yo, was, bro, it's Guala. He's like, yo, that's your IG name went to Gula. <laughs> I was still, I was still only four years out of Trinidad. You feel yeah. me when I met you? Nah, you, you, said, you nah, definitely was, was making fun of me. Nah, definitely. I thought, I thought it was Gula. Yeah, that's what it was. Because I've heard Gulag. I don't know what a Gulag is, but I'm like, oh, that's Gula. Gula. But um. Malcolm told me his name was Guala, and I start calling him Guala. Guess what? Everyone calls yeah, him Guala everyone, from now on. And I ain't gonna lie, I hate when um, females call me Guala. Like, really? Yeah, I think it's more of like a uh, a bro thing. Bro thing. Yeah. It's what not. you want females to call you, Daddy, Poppy? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Malcolm. Just call me my my, my government name. And now, what, what everybody call you? Guala. Nah, niggas. A lot of people call you Mal. People that Mal, just yeah, meet Mal, you call Mal, you Mal. Mal. Yeah. Who gave you the name Mal? Mal come on, yeah, come on, son. So Mal, I'm just saying, Mal. son. If shout, you shout, a- out, shout out to Serena though. She called me Mally. I like that name. Ooh, that's my that's mom cute. hate that name, but yeah, I love that name. Serena definitely. Because you're supposed to be her baby. Serena yeah. trying to steal you from her. Come on, it's kind of fucked up. But um, yeah, man, we we we, we got a great show uh in store for you guys. I don't think we've had like a like a podcast podcast in a while. Right, because we've had a lot of interviews. We try to do a little thirty-minute, forty-minute episode, but we haven't really been able to pot. I would say in weeks, bro, almost like two months now. Me and you have sat down and done like a good two-hour episode. That's a fact. So I'm low-key excited to be here today and to do this. Um, I got a couple of things I do want to say. Number one, um, it's okay to be sad, people, and I'm not saying that because I'm sad. That's I was just shit. huh? That's some bitch shit. No, I mean, but look. I mean, if you feel like that, no, you, you could really feel like that. But it's okay to be sad and unhappy. I'm not going to stay on this topic for too long. For a long time, I've hated social media, right? And I've kind of been wondering, why do I hate social media? Well, it's not a true representation of life. And I was introduced to a concept this week called toxic positivity. And as soon before I read about it, I, I knew what it was. I'm like, at social media, <laughs> right? Everyone is on social media posting their highlights, right? Every time they look nice, their freshest fits, right? The best makeup, you know what I mean? When you and your boyfriend are not fighting and, and arguing about him cheating or you fucking other niggas, that's what you post. And unfortunately, all the things I just said prior is real life, right? And then the the, the term toxic positivity comes in where People are trying to be positive, put their positive highlights out there, but it's toxic for a lot of people that's taking in that information. You know what I mean? Because then we get into the, 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 the thing of what's wrong with me? Why are me and my significant other always fighting? Look, Malcolm and Serena don't look like they ever fight or argue. Look how beautiful they look on IG. 
You know what I mean? And it's it's toxic to a lot of us. I don't know if 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 you experience this personally from I don't know if it's Trinidadian thing or just a kid thing in general. You um you go to school and you always as a young age, you think everyone else's family is perfect. And you think your family is the only wacky family. Your family is the only one who has fights in the house and arguments. And y'all don't eat around the table. And y'all are not living this picture-perfect Zach and Cody, Hannah Montana life. But everyone else is. Have, did you feel like that as a kid? Is that yeah. a normal thing? Yeah, for, for me, it, I ain't gonna lie. But like I said, I had said in uh, the previous episode, I come from... Black Wef oh, on um, Brothers in the Deep in episode like shout out to them that yeah. was a great podcast look out for that y'all gonna yeah. enjoy Nick and Mal on that come on be giving y'all a whole different type of sauce on that Hell podcast yeah giving y'all a whole different side of the Nick and Mal show but um like I said like I I, I never knew I came from Black Wealth until um like I got to college bro so my mindset was like that like yo everyone else life is perfect you know why is why is my life like this why do my parents argue um, all this extra BS that you see, which is not true at the end of the day. For me, for me, which was not true. And then you grow up and you realize, oh, shit, everyone's fucked up. Yeah. That, that nigga, you know what I mean? Like, and, like I, I say like this, coming from Trinidad, I thought white people always had the perfect life. That's just another one of those things. Hannah Montana, Zach and Cody. This was my examples of white people growing up. <laughs> Wait, I swear to God. live like this? Yeah, you feel me? And then I'm like, oh, your father is, a, is an alcoholic. I never thought about that. Or, you know what I mean? We all have issues. And Did that a plumber his ass be showing every day at work? Come on. <laughs> no, but for real, though, oh, you lost a parent, whatever. We all have fucked up shit. And that's why, personally, I hate social media. And I don't think it's malicious. I just think social media is an engine. And this is where we get into, like, like uh higher forces social media is a higher force that we can't control and and that's what you're supposed to post on social media right positive shit but unfortunately it does have that effect um what, what was i gonna say um yeah it, it like for example in high school another thing that happens with high school kids happened to me personally i went to murray hill high school and my mom single mother She's going to, she's, she's has a full-time job trying to take care of her kid that she just bought to the States. And, um, she's in school and she can't afford to buy me no expensive shit, obviously. But at the end of the day, oh, I want to fit in. I want to look fly. I'm looking at the other kids like, damn, his mom probably got it figured out. His mom got money. Look at how he's fly. You come to find out some of these kids are the brokest kids in the school. And a big part of why they portray themselves that way is because of the insecurity that they also felt. So guess what? Not Once again, not maliciously, they feel insecure, they dress up their insecurities, and now you're making someone else feel insecure. Mm. And it's a never-ending cycle, you feel me? And now we're all trying to live up to the Joneses. You know what's crazy? Around that time, too, what, what year is this? 2011, 2012. And that's when you couldn't wear no... Bummy shit. Nothing, like bro. it was what you wearing? True religions, polo rugby's, um, um Burberry, Burberry, Nudies. Nudies was kinda out of style by the time I got here, but niggas was still fucking yeah. with it. Nudies was nice, bro. Polo sweatsuits cost you hundred fifty for the whole suit. Come on. But you could get some other shit at the corner store for fifty. Bro. But you gotta have a polo shit. But you gotta have a polo shit. You gotta have a polo shit. So Honestly, I'm glad because, like, now we look at fashion, bro. Like, 
fashion now is more of the the big boys like a thousand dollars expensive shit and it's now, not polo now we just know we can't truly. afford it yeah now you just know so you like yo I'm going to H&M Zara yes Forever 21 them shits is gonna hold it down till I get it situ- my life situated where I could go buy LV Gucci or you could go buy LVMH words. now Shout it's out to, an uh, aspiration instead of I gotta have it now yeah you think I think that might be one of the best parts of the little push we've made in society right I like before H&M came around, it's like, yo, you got to have the expensive shit. Then H&M came around, it's like, wait, that t-shirt, where you get that from? 25? 25, son? I'm on it. $5 is on sale? I'm on it. Nigga, I touched on in Kohl's yesterday. I never knew Kohl's sold clothes and shit. Don't even talk about Kohl's. Kohl's sell fire shit. So, I, we say all of that to say this. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be bummy. Everyone does not have it figured out. And maybe... Our, our audience are people my our age and up, so they kind of already know this. And maybe there's kids who don't know that, right? If you're sitting at home and you're going you're going through a depression, trust me, there are other people going through it too. I'm not saying being depressed is okay, but understand that is an ebb and flow of mm-hmm. life. Happiness is not a constant. Mm-hmm. It's not a drug where him. you're just going to be on it 24-7. Talk you're to going him. to have bad days. Talk to him, And man. on those bad days, you deal with it. You push through. You learn to do certain stuff. There's a couple of things that I have always been into is just thinking. Be Bask in your sadness. I know that sounds weird. Accept your sadness. Yeah. Accept your sadness. A lot of people go through life on momentum. They want to hang out with their friends all the time because they don't want to sit down and think to themselves. And then 10 years down the line, you realize, like, damn, I've neglected myself. I don't even know who I am. <sighs> And now I'm depressed like that. Why are you talking to no, him I'm like just saying, that? I'm but that's a, facts, I'm though. I'm keeping it a buck, buck, bro. Though. That, that's a bar. You, you, people, if you didn't hear that was a bar. You said people neglect themselves. They neglect themselves. There was an episode. I forgot the episode name, but we had actually talked about that. Like, yo, people, you got to look in the mirror. Sometimes think to yourself, like, who am I? What am I doing? Am I okay? Yes, I'm okay. You know, life is going to go on. There was a gentleman... Um, on YouTube, this gentleman, he goes to the parks and records people that do the calisthenic workouts, right? Bro, there was a dude in the background chatting, just chatting it up, bro. Being, I would say being rude. Like, mm-hmm. the, the cameraman's recording someone else, and you're in the background making sure you get some camera time being loud as fuck. But one key thing he had said was like, yo, you dead need to sit down in your house by yourself and reflect on your life. Like, yo, what am I doing? Am I good? Am I you know happy? Saying? Yes. Am I happy? Check on yourself. Yes. And people do neglect that and ignore everything that they feel and everything that they see. Ignore themselves. Yo, bro, come through. We're going to hang out tomorrow. We're going to go there. Like, it's okay to have friends. Everyone should have friends, but get to yourself for a yeah, little bit. Take your weekend off instead of going and partying and chilling with your friends all the time. Chill with yourself. Chill with yourself. Yeah. Chill that's, with yourself. Yeah, bro, that's basically what he chill said. He was like, yo, if you can't chill with yourself, bro. Something wrong. Something wrong. And that's why, personally, I would say, in life, there's positives and negatives to everything, right? I always say when I came to America, it was hard for me to really just mesh in with American kids because we're different. You know what I mean? And I, I talked about, you guys should tune in to, 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 to E&M episode because I kind of went a little bit deeper into that. Um, it was harder for me to mesh in with this these kids. And I'm like, damn, all my friends are in Trinidad and naturally... The interaction is not there every day. So the friendship, it, it didn't fall off. When I go home, these are my best friends. I, I I put my life on the line for them. But the constant communication is not there. 
what I gained from that is the ability to sit by myself and be home, whatever it may be. I'm able to entertain myself. I'm able to be sad and not be scared of being sad. And there's a lot of things you can teach me, other people can teach me, because we all have something to teach. What I can teach people is the the benefit and the ability to be with yourself and be happy with yourself, Thanks. even when you're not happy with yourself. And understand how you work through depression, how you work through a bad situation, how you work through a loss. A lot of people don't know how to work through losses, and that's why it eats them inside. So... Yeah, that's all I have to say, man. Please watch out for toxic positivity on social media. And um, if you ever feel like it's affecting you, just always remember that. People are not as happy as they seem. And I know that's kind of morbid to find happiness in the fact that people aren't happy. But that's kind of what you have to do because you have to balance it out. Mm -hmm. Because you're the, the uh, a reason why you're feeling the way you're feeling is because you feel like everyone has a perfect life. And what's wrong with me? You feel me? That's a fact. So that's all I have to say. I like that, bro. That's gems for the people, man. How was your week? How was your week? Shit, we good. I had a week off, you know what I'm saying? So I had a little vacation. Oh, the um, kids the kids are on vacation, yeah, yeah, so they let you was, stay home? Went to break. Okay. Went to break. Went to recess. They call it vacation. A lot of chilling. Um, Ain't much really. A, bro. Lot, a lot of clips of, making, working for the podcast. Yeah, working for the podcast. Also... You know, taking care of like like little stuff on a car as in uh, inspection. So it was a, I had nothing too spectacular, my man. You know what I'm saying still still working working out and everything. Now nah, one thing I did have though, woo wee. <laughs> I'm, we gonna try to get this food on the screen for y'all to see, bro. So shout out to my boy Ferry. You know what I'm saying me and my boy Ferry had went to Buttermilk Kitchen out in Patchwork. Y'all should definitely check it out. But bro. So these 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 brunch spots in Long Island, right? They 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 give off that 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 pretty girl vibe. You uh, know what I'm saying? That petite woman, you know what I'm saying? I'm here just to eat one sausage and I'm full. That's the vibe that they give off. So I I'm like I'm like I'll give you one sausage to be full. Exactly, bro. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're gonna put it right on the table. You know, do what you gotta do. So I'm like, I'm on Yelp, bro. I'm like, yo, I heard of this place. And every time you do go, it's always busy. But it makes sense, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's Long Island at the end of the day. Them people going to be there. So I'm like, fuck it. We going to go. So me and my boy Ferry pull up. Right? We got that good timing. Perfect timing. No line. Nothing. Got to sit at the bar. Remember, it's brunch time. Bro. So I'm like, yo, I know how these places get. I'm about to get two dishes. I got the breakfast burrito. So the burrito with the sausage, bacon, hash browns, and eggs in it. Yeah. With a side of sweet potato fries, and they took care of your boy with the sweet potato fries. Hold on, hold on. And they give you that fucking specialty sauce. So for those that don't know, sweet potato fries are supposed to come with a sauce that's made with syrup and mayo. Mm. And don't knock it till you try it. That's mm. just bussy. Syrup and mayo. Syrup and mayo, bro. And if you can't get a little bit of brown sugar, put it on top of the uh, syrup and mayo sauce or on top of the french fries with some salt. <sighs> This nigga's in the sunken nigga, place. Nigga, I'm a, I'm a chef. What you talking about? I'm a chef. Nah, I'm listening, though. I'm listening. So I got that. Got the breakfast burrito, sweet potato fries. And then I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to try the, the French toast. I've seen it on Yelp. Yo, shout out to Yelp, man. Yelp is fire. So I'm like, You got man. the Yelp app? Yeah, man. I Every time you tell like, yo, I want to go to a restaurant, I'm like, I look it up on Yelp. Because really? they give me the photos. Like, that's really? all I want to see. Yeah. I, I want to see the photos of the food. That's it. I don't want to see the when, reviews. When it comes to technology, I'm mad lazy. Not to get off topic, but like I've looked at Yelp reviews, but it's only, you know how they only show you like three pictures on the website? Yeah. And they ask you to download it? 
I've never downloaded it. You I'm got like, it down, bro. You get all the photos, bro. The photos speak to you. I Most bet. important I thing. You. And you can make reservation off the app, and you could be like, you could save the restaurant and go, yo, try later. Okay. So, like, a kill, shout out to a kill. Um, he was like, yo, you should go to this restaurant. I got it saved. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. if I need, yo, well, let's go out to eat. Oh, I got some new spots Copy. right here. Copy. Yeah. Copy. It's one of them places. So, I got on Yelp, and they had the, the, the smallest French toast. I'm like, yo, hold on now. You talking to me. Big ass French toast stuffed with cho- chocolate fluffing with the with the chocolate whipped cream on top with a with a cooked marshmallow on top. Talk to me, chocolate drizzle all over it. Talk to me. Mm, you know that, what I'm saying? That should look good when you send the picture Come in the on, chat. Y'all about to see it on the screen. So I'm like, yo, oh yeah, bro. It took three bites of the breakfast burrito. I'm feeling it. I'm like, nah, I'm not getting old now, you know what I'm saying? Because no cow, I'm going to eat it. No homo, I'm going to eat it, bro. But you've you been on your little no-carb diet, right? Yeah, I've been on that, that too. That just shrinks your stomach fast oh, as hell. fast as hell, fast bro. As hell. I'm feeling four, it. Three, four days of a good no-carb diet, you can't eat the way you eat. Not you at all. You can try it. You can't eat the way you eat. Not at all. So I'm feeling it already, bro. I talk for him, like, yo, bro, I'm low-key full, son. So I'm like, all right, let me get some of this French toast. So I body half of the French toast. And our body, like, three quarters of the burrito and a little bit of fries. And I'm like, yo, bro, I'm feeling it. But you know me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat it, bro. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to finish my, my breakfast burrito, my fries. I bust that down. And I had to give give to my um the other half French toast to my brother-in-law, bro. I'm like, yo, this place is no joke. No joke at all, this, bro. This is the spot where you come with your bullies. You're like, yo, bro, I promise you, you whatever you get, you're gonna be full. Like you don't need to order two different trays. How, how, nothing. How, how far how far is this from your crib? Probably like like thirty minutes, not even that far. Mm-hmm. I gotta try that when I come out. I see it, I'm like, damn, I thought you took those pictures, bro. I, I thought, did like, take those no, no, pictures. No, I thought you like took it from the internet or some shit. Oh no. Like nah. that shit looks so good. Bro. Yo, no we funny out. shit. And we we kinda getting off topic, but when and when we went to Utica the mm. last time, bro. I be scrolling through my phone for pictures to make thumbnails. I always run into Come that on. nigga. My dick get hard <laughs> as hell. But every time we in Utica, we at that spot. That shit bro. is so good. We bro. don't know the name of it, but bro, it's dead ass like a real diner. Like the shit that you see on diner drivers and dives. Yes. Like that I feel be, like they've been there be before. There. It should be on there. Ain't nobody going upstate New York. That's a fact. <laughs> not right now. It's not even an airport anywhere near <laughs> that motherfucker. Huh? They not driving up there. Yeah. But yeah, man. I, I'm happy you had a good week, though. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, I chilled. I worked. You know what I mean? I was at work this week. I, I usually work four days a week, so that usually picks up the bulk of my week. But other than that, bro, all I really do is read and write. Like, I, I swear to God, you know what I mean? I really don't do much. Ain't no going out right now or nothing like that. Just chill. You know what I mean? Try to ed- educate myself. Educate yourself. But it was a good week, man. That's good, man. I mean, that's all we can do, right? Provide knowledge for the people. That's, that's what we fact. do. We we the gem droppers. The gem droppers. The gem droppers. By the way, go tune into the Fonz episode. A lot of gems dropped Come in on, that episode. Son. That's a real gem dropper right there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You need motivation, you think? You know what I'm saying? You think your life is hard? Go watch Fonz episode, man. Yeah, Fonz, shout out to you, bro. We we try. We probably should do this for every interview we have, but we appreciate you coming through. We learned a lot about you. Mm. You know what I mean? It, I, I really think, like, I, you've always been a motivational person, right? Like, coming, we talked about it. Like, when Fonz gave, he, he never talked much on the football team. 
But when he did decide to go all out and give a speech, it was felt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's some dudes on the football team. We're not going to call names. Shout out to Uncle Jack. Come on, that's <laughs> I mean? a big fan. Nigga <laughs> 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 said the whole, the whole fist. The whole fist. Yo, whole Uncle fist. Jack, yo, shout out to you, Uncle Jack. You hilarious. But if some dudes on the football team, their words are not really felt like that. It falls on deaf ears, whatever analogy you, you know want to use. When Big Fon spoke, you felt it. And now getting to know his story a little bit, it's like, okay. I really think he's going to be successful at motivational speaking because in the, in the interview we're on, as you said, it's a performance. You know what I mean? You're picking up what he's saying, but more so to put on a show to go back at him with a question. Listening to it as a fan, as a listener, I was truly motivated. His story is crazy. If you guys have not listened to it, go listen to it. Yeah. And we appreciate you for coming through. We appreciate Ryan Alphonse for coming through. We should have him on the show in a couple of weeks. Oh, come on. And that it, in a couple of months, not a couple of weeks, but soon. Yeah. He's going to be on the show yeah, soon. Soon, soon, you know soon. I mean, look forward to that. But um, it's a lot of news going on this week. We want to attack, attack a couple of news topics. I want to talk about Kim K and Kanye. Okay. But we can save that for a little bit later. I have a theory on what's going on with them. Talk to him. But um, Texas, man. Like, what, what's going yeah. on in Texas right now is actually crazy. Bizarre. You know what I mean? Uh, if you guys don't know, like, a lot of... A lot of bad weather. There was like two or three storms in one week. Mind you, Texas is a state that it's it's a hot state. You know what I mean? They don't really get weather like that. Mm-hmm. And they weren't prepared for it. Certain things led to energy being shut down. A lot of people didn't have water in their homes. And a few people died, mm-hmm. especially from carbon monoxide poisoning. People were using their cars to heat up the house, using... um. Um, like old heaters that use gas and they would die from carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, I mean, sad, like real sad shit. And I think right now everyone should have their power back. It, it's Saturday right now. The last time I checked the stats was on um, Thursday and it went from 3 million people losing their power from like, I think Monday. On Thursday, there was like less than 500,000. So I'm guessing by today, hopefully everyone has their power back. But what I really took away from this news story was, like, everything doesn't have to be politicized, bro. You know what I mean? Like, the politicians took people really suffering as an opportunity to attack their political enemies. And I'm like, yo, is that not the most inhumane shit ever? That's what they do, Nick. But that, why are you saying that, though? What were they doing? So, basically, the people on the left are blaming their Texas. Because Texas... If you, I'm sure you guys know. If I know it, all you American motherfuckers listening should know. Mm-hmm. Texas tried to secede back in the 1800s before Abraham Lincoln came and shut that shit down. Even though they're part of the United States, they're a very independent state. They're the most independent state in the country. For example, there are three power grids in the United States. Two serve the rest of the 49 states. Texas has its own power grid. And that happened because... They didn't want to have to make their 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 energy system dependent on federal federal regulations. They didn't want to have to follow federal regulations, so they made their own stuff. It's a state run operation, so the fed the federal government has no say in it, right? The left is saying, "Listen, you this is this is a red state. The reason it happened is because y'all governors, you know what I mean, <laughs> Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott." are not doing what they got to do. So they're using it as an opportunity to attack them. The right is saying, yo, y'all trying to push this renewable energy on us. 
the wind turbines froze. That's why people aren't getting uh uh electricity, which is also false. That like, is false. Like ten percent of of the uh the electricity loss was due due to frozen wind turbines. You know what I mean? Most of it was from frozen gas and stuff. And the point is, there's no one to be blamed for it. No one, bro. It's just a bad situation. It's Mother Nature. Ain't no one has sit there and and defeat Mother Nature. No, bro. No, that shit for you, sir. And I think it's just, I, I really think it's disgusting, bro. But what do you think about, what's his name, Ted Cruz? Yeah. That's a funny ass name. Isn't that a movie star, actor, Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz, oh, Tom Cruise, it's Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> that's a, that's a hot name, though. Ted it Cruz is, is, is a hot name. Ted Cruz is hot. That's I didn't even know name. he was a politician. At yeah, first. I'm like, nah, that's not no politician. That's a movie star. But Ooh. homeboy dip. How you feel about homeboy <laughs> dipping on his Texas, bro? Like this is you the governor. governor. How, how do you feel about it? Because I don't think I don't think he did a bad thing. You gotta. What he should have done is shipped his family out, and he should have stayed. We'd be like, yo, I'm for the I'm for the Texas people. We're gonna get through this together because it's more of like, yo, you fighting Mother Nature, bro. It's like going to war. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you dipping it, to a lot of people. It's like, yo, bro, people are gonna look up to you and rely on you. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't self reflect and blame themselves, mm-hmm. but they really yeah. can't because it's Mother Nature. They look for people to blame. They're gonna look who's the easiest people to blame. It's always gonna be the government. You know what I'm saying? So, you're supposed to help me. You're supposed to save me. If you were here for the people and truly understand what we go, understand, understand what's going on, now we feel like, yo, this is a great guy. But a lot of people might turn on him because you got to think, a lot of people are leaving from other states to move into Texas. And whatever happened in Georgia, I feel like it's gonna happen in Texas. Yo, by the way, shout out to Rogan. Everywhere Rogan goes, seems like shit is getting fucked up. He left California because the government was tripping over there. Yeah, he go tripping. to Texas, they get tripping. hit crazy. And um, my, I could my, only imagine Rogan in the studio podding. It's cold as fuck. <laughs> so uh, Jamie, it's cold as Jamie. fuck, man. Jamie, can you show us? Can you can you tell me what the weather is in show here? Show us what the uh, weather is. <laughs> but there was a this dude shout out to Xavier Miller he has the Millionaire Mindset podcast a lot of gems on there a lot of million dollar talk on there but uh million they, dollar talk nah for real though for real though um but he um he had moved to Texas recently and him and his, his him and his lady and she had uh made a tweet saying um uh, when can I go back to California? <laughs> <laughs> but word though, the, the weather is probably beautiful in California beautiful right now. Beautiful California, bro. But but back to Ted Cruz. This, this is my thing. I get what you're saying, and and for you guys who don't know, Ted Cruz is the mayor. Mayor, I said governor. Sorry. He, I think Greg Abbott is the governor. I, I might be mistaken. You might be right. I think Ted Cruz is the mayor of Houston. No, no, Ted Cruz is in the Senate. He's a senator. We're both wrong. Ted Cruz is a senator, right? Yeah, senator he, for Texas. Yeah, yep. so he's a senator for a Republican senator for Texas, and um, he basically was caught leaving on Wednesday when all of this stuff was happening. Hundreds of thousands, even millions of people are still without uh, electricity, and he goes on a trip with his family to Cancun. Him, his two daughters, and his wife. Now, to Malcolm' point, that is political. You're setting yourself up to get killed, right? And from a PR standpoint, it's bad because I guess you should have known how people would react. My standpoint on it is, bro, number one, in the time we're in right now with Corona, bro, everything is done digitally. People run the most important businesses through Zoom calls, bro. There's no way he can't contest. This nigga is not about to come to your house and put your electricity on, bro. That's a fact. That's you feel a fact. me? That's a Whatever fact. he needs to do, 
could be done from Cancun on the computer. You don't know the difference of him calling in from his house or a fucking hotel room in Cancun. You feel me? So that that was my thing. It's like, yo. But they call him at the airport. That's the thing, though. So, like, he could have had the Zoom call in Cancun with the code on. The way he I said, look why at it, he got a private fucking jet? That's because he's all about renewable energy. He's not trying to kill the earth. He's actually a very considerate guy. He could have copped a private <laughs> plane to come to the crib and pick him up, but that would have killed the ozone layer. You know how the Republican care about <laughs> about conservative, you know what I mean? About climate change. About climate change. They say conservative. <laughs> conservative change. No, they care about conserving, preserving, uh, preserving. I'm not really good at English, nigga. I'm Trinidad. <laughs> there you go. Use it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my thing is, he was he was was I I don't know the word. He was. I don't even know where it is, so I wouldn't say it, but now I feel like I'm going to say it wrong. But he was careful not to fuck up the, the, the ozone layer by getting a private jet, so he went to the airport. You feel me? <laughs> and it's it's fucked up. He should have known that was going to be the reaction, but bro, on some real shit, though, where where does it end? If a group, if there's people in America starving all the time, should we not eat if you're, if you're the president? Mm-hmm. Did you not eat? Like, mm-hmm. are you supposed to starve with them? Mm-hmm. What if there's a hurricane that's killing mad people and you're a senator? Or should you not leave? Like, bruh, this dude is a man. Yes, he has a job. As long as his job stays his job, if he wants to take his family to Cancun because it's freezing in fucking Texas, do you, <laughs> bruh. I would say this, though. Why are you laughing? Because he really did some hot boy shit, son. This thing was on a laptop one day on his phone. It was like, yo, we going to get cool. All right, so this this is basically what he explained. I don't believe this story at all. Of course not. This dude is a millionaire, multi-millionaire senator. He was like, yeah, man, like, we, we were one of the families uh, on the block, and our, our, our electricity wasn't out, and all of a sudden it shut off. So we were cooking, right? And we couldn't even finish cook. And we had to sleep in our home. It was below 30 degrees in the house, and we were just freezing. So I woke up the next morning like, you know what? Let's go to Cancun because we just froze our ass off last (laughs) night. And I personally don't believe it. But my thing with with that is he gave an excuse that he didn't need to give. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just say, bro, I'm with my family. We went to Cancun. That has nothing to do with y'all. But he came out trying to make up a story. The, the story sound made up to me. If that sound made up, what about this? Oh yeah, we had this uh, vacation plan, you know, uh, two months ago. Yes. But does that what does that sound like to you? Another excuse. <laughs> Which one's worse? Booking a flight. <laughs> <laughs> Booking a flight while your whole state is freezing. They dicks Regard, off. Regardless of the fact, he was in the wrong. He, he was in the wrong. And then he said, "Oh, this is what he said." He was like, "I went to drop my daughters off." Nigga, cut it out. Drop him off where? He went to drop him off to Cancun. That's what he... I went to drop him off. <laughs> Imagine that. That's some rich nigga shit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold Yo, on. That's wait, a different wait, bag. Up. Hold on. Hold oh, on. You got to think about that lifestyle. Hold on, y'all. Everyone chill for a second. Think about a lifestyle. I'd be like, yo, you got you got a kid's whole family, but you about to drop them off in Cancun, to wherever you at. To the destination. To the destination. A lot of people drop them off to the airport. I understand, like college and all of that. Yeah, you might do that. But hold on, hold on. Let's think about Cancun, bro. <laughs> drop, nah, drop. Chat. But that's the thing, though. It came out 
And I'm like, okay, you're lying. You know what I mean? You're lying, and that's that's why I think he's going. He looks bad to me now. Before I didn't care. Yo, bro, do you have fun? We shouldn't tell you what to do with your life. You're a human being at the end of the day. You're a public servant, but you're not a public slave. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So shout out to Ted Cruz, man. And, and, and once again, this is what I what what, what I what I really wanted to say. Everything don't got to be political, dog. You know what I mean? There was faults on everybody's part. I'm sure this could have been prevented. But I don't think there was no malicious intent on anyone's part to make this happen. So as a fucking country, when something like this bad happens, you know what CNN should do? Fox, you know what you should do? Give us information about how we can help. How can we make a donation? How can Mm. we send water or or some to these motherfuckers on the news? This shit is a fucking news. Look up the definition People of news. People dying. Tell me the definition of news. It has something to do with providing pertinent information that can help people. Not for y'all to give fucking opinions about how Biden caused the death of a nigga in fucking Texas, bruh. Tell us how we can make a donation. Tell us how we can drive down neighboring states and help these motherfuckers out. Mm. Broadcast that on your shit and really help people out. Not the fuckery about frozen wind turbines and how the left is culpable and how the right is culpable, bruh. It's really a dereliction of duty on some real shit. It's a dereliction of duty. Y'all job is to help the American fucking people out, not to fight like little fucking pussies when some real shit go on. Not on some real shit, bro. I'm feeling it, bro. I feel the chills in the back right now. You saying that because that's a fact. Yeah, bro. They want to stir you up to hate each other. For what? For money. Share, 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 motherfucker. This shit is sad. Share, 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 And talking share. about share, we, we're going to come to what... Have you ever happened with Facebook in Australia? Facebook in Australia? Yeah. Nah. I- I'll tell you about that in a little bit, but I was telling... I didn't even know they had Facebook in Australia. <laughs> Thought them niggas just boxing kids and <laughs> shit out there. Shit, I thought that was a we, U.S. thing. What, what, cat. Was you with us when we was watching the... Uh, the kangaroo boxing. Yeah. Yo, kangaroos are fucking vicious animals, man. Bro, big ass claws. Nigga fighting a dog and try to drown the dog, oh, bro. Yeah, yeah. But the, first of all, how the fuck can you balance on your tail? That's crazy. Honestly, bro, that bro, tail should be used as the weapon. That it shit is was sm- whiplash, smack the shit out of somebody. I think they do. I don't think they use it against each other because their bodies are mad hard. Maybe it won't hurt them. But if you if we get hit with a kangaroo tail, bro, it's over. That's like getting kicked by John Jones Bones in your head. That's like getting hit by Ray Lewis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, well, this is what I was gonna say. I was telling Malcolm I was hanging out with this dude. Shout out to Jimmy. I hope Jimmy sees this. I told him I was gonna give him a shout out. So man. Jimmy, a cool dude. He's cool, son. right? I was like gem dropper himself. Gem dropper himself. I'm saying he locked up right now, but it's all good. It's all <laughs> Who good. are you talking about? Jim. Oh, he locked up in the hospital. Right, right, right. Yeah, soon, no but but I have the coolest job in the world, right? And I get to hang out with some really cool people sometimes. And Jimmy is this this white guy who I was uh taking care of at the hospital this week. And me and him, like, we formed this little friendship. And you know what I mean? We're real cool, like having conversations, stuff, and like on our third day, we're so comfortable with each other, we start talking about politics. Now, mind you, this is a 70-year-old Italian guy from Brooklyn, from from the Bronx, and he moved upstate. Needless to say, he's a Trump supporter. Right? Needless to say. Right? I didn't even tell me that before, but I didn't know. But comfortable, and we start having these political conversations, and we disagree, right? I think we start having a conversation about uh, 
disagree affirmative on a Trump supporter. <laughs> Hold on now. But, that, but that's no, but I mean people get the wrong idea of me, but we start talking okay. about black issues and politics and I'm like, yeah, I understand why affirmative he goes through a story why he was denied a job based on affirmative action. And he was real bitter about it. He's like, damn, that's fucked up that this black person got a job over me just because they was black. When I was really the better guy at the job and I try to explain to him, like, yo, Jimmy, this is the way I understand for you as an individual is fucked up. Right, because you didn't enslave anybody, right? And you you might not be a racist individual, but just understand why that happened. Yeah, and we 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 disagree. We got into a whole political debate. We agreed on some things. We disagreed on a lot of things. But one thing was that we were still very cool after. Yo, I think people want to have these talks, bro. I'm gonna tell it's you so bad. I'm gonna tell you why you need to have these talks. Is because me and Jimmy came to. I came to a realization is that. When Jimmy was talking and I was talking, I've uh, when we started the podcast, my thing is, and shout out to Andrew Schultz, I actually got the idea from him of just being in the middle. I've tried to cultivate a mindset where it's like, okay, I need to see both sides, right? So when I'm talking to Jimmy, obviously I'm a black guy. I know how the black community feels. They feel like white people ain't shit. Not, I, I'm not going to oh. say that. Not white people ain't shit. Certain white people ain't shit. When you say white people, you know who we talking about. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, the motherfuckers in the mountains. Yeah, right. Whoever, the, the racist motherfuckers <laughs> that are oppressing them, um, they feel like they don't understand their struggle. And it's like, fuck y'all. We about to go hard and get what we get. Y'all don't understand our struggle. And we need everything. Which is a take. But Jimmy has another take where it's like, yo, the government is giving black people way too much shit. The government is way too involved in our in, in our gun control. The government is this. The government is that. And what I realize is that both sides are taught that their arguments are obsolete. Like, they're taught that their arguments, it's the ball starts and stops with their argument. They never realize, like, a black person who is, you know what I mean? Let's say a Black Lives Matter in someone's indoctrinated into the Black Lives Matter movement is never taught that, yeah, there's racism, yeah, there's systematic oppression, but the people on the right down south, they have, listen to them, because they have something positive to add too. The people down south on the right are not taught, yeah, affirmative action kind of fucks with your life, and and, and yeah, you don't agree with Black Lives Matter because you think it's an extremist movement, but they have some good points and there's good things on their side too. So we grow, we grow, we all grow up thinking our sides, our point of view is obsolete, and that's why we can never get along. And I think the the cure is very easy. We need to raise a generation of people that has their standpoint, but we also teach them that the other side has valid points also. And you believe what you believe because a black life, a black power extremist. Is good for balancing the ecosystem, right? A southern, white, staunch Republican, MAGA supporter is good for the ecosystem because it balances thing out. But just understand that eventually the goal is to not meet all the way in the middle, but you, instead of being all the way here, you come a quarter way in and you come a quarter way in. And then there's going to be people existing in the middle and we're going to have a, a, a good balance of stuff. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I, I realized that talking to Jimmy, man, we all just... And Jimmy didn't understand it. And I was trying to explain to him, like, yo, Jimmy, the black people, 
during the Black Lives Matter protests. They got a point. They got a point. The people who said no guns, they got a point too, Jimmy. But he wasn't seeing it. And that, <laughs> no, he, he didn't. No, it's just funny to think like, yo, he really don't see that. Though. Oh, that he don't see it. it at all. But I'm like, me and him was still, and, and the thing is, me and him was still able to be friends. As a black person, I wasn't offended about none of the shit he was saying. Yeah. Because this man, I'm not going to say Claire's not racist. I don't think he's racist. Me and him were very cool for, for the previous days. But some people would take him saying, oh, affirmative action is fucked up as a racist thing. Yeah. No, that's just his opinion. You feel me? Yeah. But also, what about all the white people that was in that job that he was looking for? You know what I'm saying? What you mean? Like, I'm pretty sure it's not an all-black... Oh, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You have to do that because they could get sued. Like, it, like you deadass can go look at the uh, population of black people in the area... Man, why you do that? That's funny. Nah, I'm like, yo, where that? How that shit? Balance it. <laughs> that shit hot. But no, this is this is dead ass. You can sue a company if there's a percentage of black people and the percentage doesn't. Like, I don't know the number, but if the percentage doesn't add up to um, the amount of black people in the company, mm-hmm. you could sue that company and go, yo, you guys are basically racist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, that's why they they, they got to fill certain amount. quarters. <clears throat> yeah, which which is not which is not. Um, which is not in a perfect world that wouldn't be the case, right? In a perfect world it would be uh whoever is better at the job gets the job. But obviously, and th- as a black person, I realize a lot of the things that black people fight for and we have to understand this also is not because things are inherently racist, but it's because America has a racial history. So we have to, you know what I mean? Things have to be made because of that. In a perfect world, a job could have 100 white people. If those are the best workers that are doing the job. You know what I mean? But based on the racial history of America, we can't have that because the optics is wrong. That's a fact. But it's still also like racism going on too. 1,000%. There was, damn, I think it was like Goldman Sachs or, or Wells Fargo. One gentleman, he was like, there's not too many... Uh, uh, minorities in our in our workplace or in higher us because they don't have the skill set yet, mm. nigga. That's cap. Cap. We could you could go easily find thousands of minorities that have the skill set or blacks black people that have the skill set mm-hmm. of of to be a, a an exec of, of these big uh, firms and everything. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's still going on and shit like that. That's what people people some people fight for some people don't yeah. or don't understand Sp- it. Speaking about skill set, this is just a real quick point. I don't even want to go on it too long. Always update your skill set because if you don't, you could really get lost in the sauce. For example, um, Biden passed the executive order to move forward to green energy. So you shut off a couple of avenues. A lot of people lost their jobs who are like coal miners they, who work in natural gas. And they come out and say, Jen Psaki, the, uh, the the press secretary, she heart debate was, yeah, hundreds of thousands of people lost their job, but there's going to be 100,000 jobs created on this side. Well, those jobs are not going to these coal miners who don't know how to do anything when it comes to electricity, when it comes to renewable energy. Those are going to go to different people. And I say that to say this, the world is constantly moving. Continue to update your skills because it might come a point in time where your job that you think is so important might become obsolete. Absolutely. And you're going to be left with a dick in your hand. Yo, bro, I'm glad you're talking about this, too. That's funny as hell you said dick in your hand. <laughs> That's damn what you're about to get. Word, you really about to get word. fat cold, motherfucker. Word. They're going to give you cold. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, I'm glad you're saying that because I be doing a little, little, uh, little, little, little research behind that, bro. So it's like around like 2030. I think Biden wants an all-fed vehicle fleet 
yeah. all EV electric vehicles. Twenty thirty five, I think. Twenty thirty, yeah, twenty thirty five. I know California has that. I don't know if they're going based on nope. California's no. model. Nah, well, this is what Biden said. Biden like, said yeah, it. and it's by the end of April. They said they should have a decision on um if it's gonna be able to go through. You know what I'm saying? So he wants an all federal EV fleet, right? So they had knocked down the uh, pipeline, right, coming down from Canada all the way down to I believe Mississippi or Texas, and motherfuckers like yo, gas prices are gonna be five dollars, six dollars. You want it's right, so gas price has increased. I, we don't know if it's gonna go to five or six dollars. That's like looking at the stock market. You know what I'm saying? It's like looking at fucking Bitcoin. That's just gonna go away. It's gonna sink. No one knows. You don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. Gas price has increased, but you gotta look at it like this, bro. How do you want the world to look thirty fucking years from now? It's really that sad. You said the right thing, bro. The world is constantly moving. Think about Tesla. Suffolk Community College literally has a Tesla course where you learn how to fix these cars up. Motherfucker, you don't understand what I'm saying? So you don't, all these cars that you fixing now by 2040, bro, you're going to be fixing all EV cars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to move with the time. So like, Have to. no matter who would have done it, if Trump would have did that, bro, it's a smart move for, for, for the whole earth. You know what I'm saying? To, to do that shit. And it- that's a fact. Shout out to Bill Gates. We we and not really shout out to Bill Gates. Yeah, kind of fuck Bill dude. Gates. Scary, right? Yeah. But th- th- this is my thing with the like solar energy, renewable energy, and stuff like that. Elon Musk is working <clears throat> on creating something called nuclear fusion, which is where you put in let's say one watt of energy, you get out ten watts, but using nuclear power, right? If you if he's from using what, nu- from what I understand, what they're doing is they're taking two atoms and fusing them together. And when you get those fused, boom, it creates creates this big, like, blast of energy. Basically, all stars go through that. Like, uh, uh, what do they call it? When a star, like, blows up. That's called... uh, No, that's called a... Fuck. I forgot it. But basically, when a star blows up, that's what it does. It, It, like, compresses, it compresses... And all the atoms merge together, and boom, you have this big explosion. Mm-hmm. And if you're any like if like say the moon, the sun wants to go through that, will be done. It would it would violate Earth. You know what I mean? But that's what they're trying to do. I say that to say this: just like the gas and coal energy was a solution to a problem we had, and now we created another problem. I think solar energy and renewable energy is going to create the same thing. And eventually, the Earth is going to buck back and kill all of us. Just so she could regulate. You know what I mean? Because, I mean... Regulate of saving the Earth? Yeah, the Earth wants to save itself. The Earth don't give a fuck about us, bro. Yeah, but if you go into renewable energy, how are you going to regulate on the... Okay, when you're helping it. So, because I think renewable energy is going to cause another problem. For example... Shout out to Jimmy again. He, he This is a genius idea. It's called the nothing for nothing phenomenon. What do I mean by that? When they were cavemen, they had heavy stones they wanted to move. So what did they do? Oh, we want to solve a problem. Oh, let's create a wheel. At first, it was just logs tied together. They would put something and roll it along, right? Well, now we created that. You know what? Let's get animals to pull the logs. Then it'll save us energy, right? Because now it's a lot of energy to push the logs. So you get animals to pull the logs. Oh, shit. Now we have to feed these animals a lot more food. So let's find a way to cultivate all this food 
to feed the animals so they pulled the log to pull the stone. Then you go into another issue of, damn, we we almost killed out all the fucking animals. And the line keeps going on with one issue warranting a, uh, a solution and the solution creating another issue. Nah, you're perfectly right because the phone is an issue, right? But it does save you. The yeah. phone saved you, but it's a big issue. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to go see... Uh, um, Psycho- what's the word I'm looking for? Psych- uh, psychology? Mentor coaches, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. for dealing with the cell phone. Yes. You know, being right, it's solved issues, but we always just going to be so depressed you, you, in 10 years. You got a valid point. So my thing with solar energy is there's going to be another solution that has an issue attached to it, and maybe that one is even worse maybe than the cancer. one we're dealing right now. Let's talk about it. <laughs> maybe sun cancer. Like, bro, bro, we really playing around with fucking nuclear energy. And trying to have that in our homes, powering everything. You, you got a great point saying that, right? But there was one gentleman, he said, he said, when they first was like making nukes and shit like that, they had made it, they figured something out, and they they used it wrong. He said, the day that they figure out how to use it right, the world is going to be 10 times more powerful and, and, and technology is going to be 10 times more amazing, mm-hmm. you know, more efficient. But you have a great point saying that, bro, because... Fucking look at Texas, bro. Like, imagine like they they do the study and of bro. Some of the houses were fucking um leaking because of the weather. You know, it's not weatherproof how it is like in New York or or Maine or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But let's look at they. Let's say they do a nuclear energy, right? Whatever, whatever the fucking object it is, right? It might be something in your house. It might be a fucking um the outlet. Yeah. Right. They do it in uh, Texas weather. The Texas weather has been amazing. They go, oh, this shit is perfect. And something like negative 30 fucking degrees happens, snow for fucking three days straight, power goes out. Fire that it. fucking cold water could cause a whole explosion of the whole house. Boom. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit, we didn't study the weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's basically my take on nuclear energy, um, renewable energy. It's just going to be a, kicking the ball further down the road, I guess is what they say. Yeah, but or like, kicking the can down the road. Like I said, bro, you can't, if you can't beat them, join them. And if Elon's about to come out with that chip, motherfucker, go take out that loan, go get it. You can't beat them, join them. Perfect segue to fucking Bill Gates. This fuck, yo, this guy's a retard, bro. And he's trying to finesse us all, I believe. He he dropped a book, most inopportune time, right? Biden just got in office, right? Noble energy. He drops a book. He's one of them dudes. He drops a book talking about how we all should move into renewable energy. Don't have a gasoline car anymore. For God's sakes, give up meat. He said we should not eat real cows anymore. Everything should be plant-based burgers because cows are bad for the ecosystem. Oh, really? <laughs> really? This is what you're trying to push on us. And the reason why, and my thing is, right, you you look at Jeff Bezos, you look at Elon Musk, you look at, at, at Bill Gates. If y'all hearts are in the right place, I'm sorry. Y'all just are the wrong messengers to be giving out this shit, right? I do not want to hear Jeff Bezos, a nigga who sent 100 planes a day in the atmosphere, telling me about how we need to save the earth, right? After you made $100 billion off of adding more than any single person add into the destruction of the earth. Don't come and tell regular people how we need to change our lives so you so we could save the earth so you can make another hundred billion. Cool. Like how are these niggas gonna make a hundred billion off of creating an issue and then charge us a hundred billion to fix it? 
And that's why people are scared of Jeff Bezos dropping down from being a CEO of Amazon. Come on, bro. He's about to do the same and thing. That's, and that's exactly what Bill Gates has been on, bro. It's like, bro, he's talking about cars. He's talking about planes. Never the vaccine. Never mentions the fact that a big part of the ecosystem getting fucked up was computers. A big part of 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 what energy is getting used up is the thing that he created and made popular. Bro, this should make you feel like you are dumb as fuck as a person, bro. I am dumb as fuck. No, no, I'm not. We all are, bro. Because yeah, look what this guy is doing. And it's like, yo, no cap. Your future's decision is low key. It's a small percentage, but based off of his doing. And there's nothing you could do about I, that. And, and once again, Elon Musk, I don't want you telling me about renewable energy. I don't want you telling me about fucking it. investing in shit, too. Like, come on. My thing is, the the power of Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and Bill Gates is equal to that of a czar, of a king. Those three motherfuckers come together, what they say goes. Fuck Biden. And that's my thing. What's scary about what they're doing right now. That that Like, for me, that Bill Gates book was so tone deaf. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, for him to be talking like this, it's tone deaf. And also, not only is he trying to push this, but you know he invests in everything he backs. Come on, bro. He's he- invested in in in, in, uh, in 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 that fake burger meat. He's invested in all these solar companies. Come on. So once again, you're trying to create an issue. You created computers. You made a hundred bill off of it. Now you're about to tell us, hey, that's not the way to go. Let me make another hundred bill showing you how to cure it. Yo, there's this gentleman on Twitter who basically says, yo, these billionaires are not really for the people. Like, oh, Elon God. Musk out there tweeting, yo, get Dogecoin to a dollar. I'm not going to lie. I'm investing in Dogecoin. I have, you know what I'm saying, good good money in it being invested. You know what I'm saying? It's a good flip. But the motherfucker turns around and drops $1.5 million inside of Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So you promoted Dogecoin. You, you flipped your money, bro. Uh, Mark Cuban's talking to, uh, on Wall Street Bet saying you guys are doing a great job. You know, you retail investors, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then you only can imagine what Jeff Bezos is about to do. You know what I'm saying? These people seem like they're for the people, but they're really for their pockets. Bill Gates is a perfect example. You just said he's investing in all these companies and he's telling you to use these companies. Mm-hmm. I think I think Mark Cuban is one of the smartest dudes. In he the world. is one of the smartest dudes like, in the world, but you definitely got to be be careful with these billionaires, oh, bro. No, no. I think that's why he's my thing. He's I'm not gonna say manipulative, but he's playing chess where a lot of motherfuckers is playing checkers. Mm-hmm. I, I was telling you this yesterday. You see how he he makes sure to make himself close with the black community and and people will lower down. But let, let's look at it even from a basketball perspective. He lives in Texas, right? Arguably probably the most racist or pro-white state in the in the country. I fuck with all y'all black players. I don't know if this is by design, but all his best basketball players are white mm-hmm. men. And that has to be a calculated decision in a league that's 90% black. When was the last time you seen a solid black player come out of Dallas? I've never. Dirk Nowinski is the guy there. Steve Nash. Seth Curry. Oh, Steve Nash was there too. Steve Nash was there with Dirk. Michael Finley was a little low key superstar there. Um, Jason Terry was a superstar there too. But the top dudes is the top dude is Dirk Nowinski. But you really never see no solid Dirk Nowinski. Who did they get to pair with? Porzingis, the other white star. Another white star. You feel me? And I'm not saying it's a racing. I think he's smart. He knows that I live in Texas. I want the people that are marketable to be white. 
but I'll buddy up. Like I'm not going to earn your leisure because he wants the he wants the credit of being woke. He and and I think my thing is it's just like charity. A lot of these billionaires they do charity for tax breaks, but at the end of the day, it's really helping people. Mm-hmm. So if Mark Mark Cuban has alternative reasons for why he's doing the things he's doing, it's still helping people out. I know Ernie Leisure is happy as fuck he's on their show because it got him to number one. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying that dude is smart. And as you said, we're all billionaires. You really got to watch what these motherfuckers are actually pushing. Because yeah. what comes out of their mouth is not what meets the eye. You feel me? Not at all. So, and, and even Mark Cuban had a shout out to Cynthia Marshall. She's the first black woman CEO in the NBA, but he had Cynthia Marshall come down because Dallas Mavericks had a a, a race situation going on, and he had like be the face of it to solve the problem. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So, again, these are smart moves by Mark Cuban. But if you see the other side of it, you like, yo, you doing this for a reason. It's yes. like when Grant Grant Cardone is in fucking clubhouse with. Jay Morrison, bro. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Jay Morrison, oh, he's, oh, he, Thank you. Oh, he's in this... Bro, they was actually exposing him on a breakfast club with Earn Your Leisure. You lying? Yeah, he was like, yeah, you... Um, what happened? DJ Envy was saying like, yeah, you know, you know, how do you... Because, di- you know, Earn Your Leisure, they interview great people, right? Yes. A lot of businessmen, a lot of moguls, you know, and some people might have a good resume. People, Some people don't. They just be capping. So DJ Emery was like, yeah, you know, how, how do you guys figure out, you know, someone's really the real deal? Because we both had the experience of someone, you know, saying that they do this, they do that. They have a lot of money and they actually don't. You know what I'm saying? They hitting up your people to 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 stay with them or or, or for money. You understand what I'm saying? And Ernie Lee's just like, yeah, you, you really don't know. You know what I'm saying? You you really just be playing chess or checkers and you, you they look good to you. Just have them on the show. They, sometimes they get exposed. And he's like, the problem with the black community is they might judge the whole EYL network off of that. You know what I'm saying? When like, there might be AT&T, for example. I'm just using a fucking cellular company, but they might do some fucked up shit, but you're going to just blame AT&T. You're not going to blame the execs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's just AT&T being AT&T. Typical shit. But like with black people, we look at it as like, if there's one fuck up in your system, you're going to blame the whole network and you might get mm-hmm. shut down. So um, Rashad was just big on that. So but what was he saying about... Um What's his name? Jay Morrison? Yeah. You're just saying that? Like, yo, some people... But they spoke specifically about Jay Morrison? They didn't say his name. And Charlamagne thought they were talking about a woman. I wish I knew who the woman was. So what's the background with Ernie Elysia and Jay Morrison? Did they have, like, some sort of They had an episode. No, no, no. They had an episode, but um, Tony the Closer is, has been exposing Jay Morrison and everything. Yeah, so it's a whole... Oh, so Jay Morrison's name is bad in these streets right It's bad now. in these streets, bro. And you got Grant Cardone, who got a bad resume low-key. But he got linking money, up. Though. The nigga, he don't really got it like that. He ain't really got it like how GC you say, bro. Don't really got G- it like that, bro. The nigga was pumping millions into advertisement, bro. He's getting money off the courses. Niggas don't have it like that, bro. But they did have EYL did have Grant Cardone on the show, but under um, I don't know the gentleman. But name. the thing about a different a dude like Grant Cardone or even Jay Morrison, it's like, yo, y'all niggas are doing good. Y'all just stop selling it up so much. Yeah, you know what I mean. But. But back to Jay Morrison, I always knew he was a fucking fake. You I did, you did. I've always wow. called it. I just felt it. I just felt it. What was a black dude? Oh, we keep forgetting his name. Who we used to listen to? With, with, uh, Max Maxwell. Max Maxwell. I always knew he was legit. I just knew it. He didn't try to do too much. He was calm. 
I didn't sense no fake shit. One of my superpowers is sudden sensing people's energy. Yeah. You feel me? And with Jay Morrison, bro, I said it. I'm like, this, is something wrong with him? Like, why are you trying to sell it up so much? You know what I mean? So basically, fuck Jay Morrison. I want to say this. Your wife bad as a motherfucker. <laughs> Your wife is really, yeah, she look the good, bro. crazy. Oh, my God. That biscuit eat a salad and that shit should be still like that. One of the most beautiful, thick, scrumptious black women in the world. Sexy as fuck. Yo, leave that corny nigga Jay Morrison alone. Come on, the like, nigga Mal show and tell us why you got with this fucking cornball <laughs> in the son, first Nick place. Here for you. you about to Come on, the show on the night. Come on, son. But how I, you? I treat your thick ass like a BBW. You're so on. damn thick, like you know me. Come on. You thicker than a milkshake with no milk, nigga. Straight uh-huh. ice cream <laughs> and ice. I'm gonna lick that ass up. <laughs> Yo, Jay Morrison, fuck you. I don't respect you, nigga. But what you saying? But how you feel about Earn Your Leisure, though? Oh, yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about Shout it, Shout out to EYO. Uh, so Malcolm can tell you, I used to hate Earn Your Leisure, bro. right? I'm, I'm Mr. Podcast. On- I study the podcast game. And Malcolm was putting me onto these two boring, light-skinned niggas talking about <laughs> stocks and shit. I'm like, bro, I get it. And they this is in college. This, this is, is 2018, co- I think. I'm like, bro, they doing a good thing, but it ain't really going to be a big podcast. Like, the, I, I believe the, the market for that type of podcast is limited. Long story short, they came and outpassed every single podcast I listened to. I don't know if Brilliant Idiots have ever been number one. I don't know if Joe Joe Button. I don't know if Joe Button has ever been number one on the podcast charts. But Earn Your Leisure was so. I was wrong. Shout out to Earn Your Leisure. I still haven't listened to a fucking episode, but I respect what y'all niggas is doing. Yeah, yeah. We would love to have y'all on the Nick and Mal show. No, nah, that's a big fact, bro. Because. They all connected too with, with the with the you know what I'm saying with the big guys connected with great people you know it's more what, what I'm learning from them too is more like who's in your circle you know what I'm saying what can you learn from them and we 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 trying to build something like that ourselves and you got to start somewhere and I feel like we you know we head in the right but direction we, we already got the foundation so you know what I mean certain people around but they got to get their heads together yeah. and they also got to be with it they got to be bought in the way we're bought in also. yeah it's gonna happen bro and you've like, you always been big on that too you always talk about chubs tell people how you feel yeah, about oh, chubs oh man yo see I'm getting chill you say yeah, that cause like bro on. it's really like it's really like creepy bro yo shout out to Drake bro he, he definitely give me that vibe but um yo there was just you know one of them late nights bro and I'm like so this is I'm gonna take y'all back A little bit of uh, history Of the whole situation Um, This is an Asian dude Drake hang out with Alright actually Let me take y'all real back I'm Yo bro I'm driving to y'all This is when you lived in Brooklyn bro And I'm laying down And I start hearing The, the song The Calm by Drake And Drake said something like Yo um, Basically he rented out of Rose um, I think he had called home Got in a fight with his family bro Um, Nigga was just Buying mad expensive shit And he they barely had money To rent out the spot They was renting out And he was with 40 And all his other guys That he was with Chubbs in them right Um Got in a fight with his family bro And just bought expensive champagne And was just sipping And made the song to calm Check out the song to calm right Bro but I was I was feeling it You know what I'm saying Like I don't get in fights with my family But when you When you doing something different In your life mm. That song touches you Okay you know what I'm saying? And there's actually a video of Drake driving that Rolls Royce that he had rented out. You know what I'm saying? And he used his mom's debit card for a credit card. So one day, I don't know the gentleman's name, it's the Asian dude. 
But um, I went on his IG. You know what I'm saying? Thinking nothing of it. I'm like, yo, this is Drake team, right? A few months pass, bro. And I run. I go on Drake page. And I'm like, oh, Drake got this new Nike shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know that. And then I go, yo, hold on. Let me check his team. And I see a picture of Charles, bro. I'm like, yo, bro, hold on. This dude's solid. You know what I'm saying? And they all got that funny-ass Canadian accent, bro. You like, yo, bro, why you hang around with these people? Like, y'all really hang around with real killers. You understand what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. why would people want to hang out with y'all? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yo, I'm thinking. I'm like, yo, Chubb's got a position in, in, in OVO and his role for Drake of why Drake is, you know, God Almighty. You understand what I'm saying? Everyone in his team, bro. So I'm scrolling through his IG, bro, and the first thing that clicked to me, I'm like, yo, there's no sinking ships. There's no holes in this ship right now you understand what i'm saying and it all it's all support ground to support drake at the end of the day which is fucking fine because everyone's gonna eat whatever comes what up is gonna come raising down ties raise all boats rising tides raise all boats come on so if if, if chubbs and them understand like drake is the main guy if we do what we have to do and make sure this ship is is steady there's no holes and he goes up we eventually come up with him with him bro we could come up with him. So I'm I'm seeing, I'm, I'm just looking at Chubbs and I'm getting that feeling. I'm like, yo, bro, this shit is solid. Like, yo, there can be no holes in our ship. And I texted Nick, I'm like, yo, bro, there's there can't be no holes in our ship. Everything that comes to, to, to our mind, we must write down, we must do, we must act on it. It doesn't happen, it doesn't have to happen right now, but that shit has to happen. It cannot be forgotten and we can't we can't i mean me and malcolm situation like me and malcolm are equals in everything we do but for even like a situation like drake where drake is a head guy the guys below him this is one thing you pointed out they can't be afraid to check him because you checking him is not only good for you it's good for him like bro drake no i don't like that scrap that song throw it out it's not it's not good for business it's not good for whatever Mm -hmm. right what did jay prince say to drake when he was about to diss back push a t like nah, don't drop that. That's not good for the brand right yeah. now. And that's it. That's what I got from what you were saying. You need to have a team not only around you to act on everything. You know what I mean? Be responsible. Act on everything. Make sure everything is a go. But also, everyone keep everyone in check because it's for the betterment of the team. Hell yeah, you feel me? And that happened personally with me in my life when I was at UC playing football, bro. Motherfuckers dead would not tell me what I'm messing up on, and it could be like a fear. Of like, yo, this is Malcolm. He the starter. He the goat. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he really the goat on his football shit. But I told him, I'm like, yo, y'all gotta check me. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and in that situation, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even that type of person where I'm gonna take offense to it because I love to learn. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to get better in a situation like that. Key right there, gem dropper. We come on. We I feel like uh, I'm trying to come up with a bar. Who drops gems? I feel like a pearl at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, we like dropping, we dropping you know gems in this motherfucker. Like, um, but yo. Send Take criticism to get better. Always look at criticism as a way to get better. Even yo, bro. Sometimes my mama say something to me, and uh, you you ask my mom. She say something to me, and I get mad because it's like it just stings to have someone judge you harshly. Like sometimes Malcolm will say something to me, and it stings to have someone judge you harshly. And it's okay if you want to be bitter in the moment, do it. But when you get back to yourself, back to the earlier conversation of sitting with yourself. Are you about to lie to yourself and be like, yo, nigga, I'm good. Fuck what my mom said. Fuck what yeah. Mal said. We're going to be like, if I want to be a better man and do shit better and be more successful, what that nigga said was right. 
So I'm actually about to take it on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never. It's like, and, and and what you said is like, and the law we did last, we kind of touched on this. When you become a big boy, when you become successful, don't lose that. Don't lose the ability to take criticism or to or to plan shit strategically because that's, that's what's going to get you further. So learn how to take criticism. And I'm yeah. I, I'm sure Drake in his circle, bro, Chubbs and them niggas is able to check him and be like, yo. You fucking up right now. I don't like the way this is going. I don't like the way that sounds. And Drake takes it from a, from a select few people at least. Hell yeah, man. So, so yeah, definitely looking at Charles. I'm like, yo, the, the whole team is like solid. So you can't have no sinking ships. And that's why sometimes, you know what I'm saying? My my big thing is just remind people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's why you gotta remind people mm. of, of uh, what you says gonna do. You know what I'm saying motherfuckers is not perfect at the end of the day, but it's more of like just being responsible. That's how it really gotta be. You know what I'm saying if you got a brand or anything, like niggas can't have no holes in the shit because when there's holes in the ship, you're gonna sink. Motherfuckers is sinking and y'all all sink. sink. So, Bops, once again, shout out to Earn Your Leisure. I was wrong about y'all. I fuck with y'all, respect y'all. We look forward to having y'all on the Nick and Mouse show one day. You know me put it out there once it's up there, it's stuck there. Under the EYL network. Under the, no, cut it the <laughs> fuck out, nigga. Cut it. Gotta, I wish it. niggas would try to sign us to the yeah, network. Fuck out of here. I'll go on the Black Effect network because I respect y'all. I mean, the God is one of the goats of the shit. But, um,. We, we're kind of running out of time, but we got a couple more topics to hit. Oh, guys, we are back. We had to go uh, scoop our two guests. You know what I mean? This is becoming a normal thing now where we, we potting in the guest call. But uh, we got Landy and Greg in the building from Anthony Forbes. We're about to get them on an interview. It's going to be a good one. Definitely tune into that. That's but just to wrap up the episode, I was telling you about Kim and Kanye. So it came out yesterday that Kim, she uh, she officially filed for a divorce. Right. But randomly, I seen like two days ago, Kanye released an article. Right. It was all inside sources. He released the article? Yes, bro. Is it weird? So it was like written by Kanye West? No, no, no. He didn't write it, but it was all inside sources. So he wanted this article released. He called up some, you know what I mean? Some, uh, what do they call those people who write articles? Some journalists? Journalists. And was like, yo, I want you to get this out there. And the article is just talking about, yo, I'm fucking depressed. Yo, I'm, I'm mad that Kim is leaving me right now. I know it's probably done, but I do believe in miracles and shit like that. And I think it was obviously, now with the news coming out that she filed for divorce, it was him trying to save his relationship. Mm-hmm. It was him like, damn, I really fucked up. You know what I mean? I was really out there tweaking. And I said that to say this. like I, A lot of celebrity relationships I really don't, you know what I mean, care about or believe in. But I really fuck with Kim and Kanye for some reason. You think because they billing? That's a billion dollar relationship. It's that, but I really think they love each other. Outside of all of that, you feel me? And if I what type of love? I'm saying, I like, think they Kanye look, pull up and still spank it. So I so <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I think you can still spank it. But that has nothing to do with love, though. I think like Kanye wasn't really wilding out before he met Kim, right? Was he? I don't even know. Don't like, even having know. these crazy outbursts and stuff? I guess it's, like, more the the church shit and, and um, the Donald Donald Trump situation could have started it. But, I'm no, I'm saying before Kim. Uh-oh. Like, before oh, yeah. he met Kim. Oh, yeah, he been wilding us. That's what Kanye known for. Um, really? Shit with Taylor Swift. The no, him and Kim st- was together when that happened. No, no, they was not. No. Really? Yeah, I think he was dating Amber Rose. He was single. 
The that, Taylor Swift situation. What else Kanye doing, bro? He just he said the George Bush shit, but people George was fuck like even those both of those situations. It wasn't like what he be doing now, going on these fucking like like supporting Donald Trump. That was crazy, as far as like a media standpoint. I mean, believe what you want to believe politically. It was crazy for his brand. You know what I mean? Every couple months he goes on these crazy Twitter rants. I don't feel like he was doing that before Kim. And I think that's because Kim made him feel real comfortable. You know what I mean? Like when you have you you're you're a man in a in a in a long term relationship. Doesn't Serena give you some sort of security when you out here in the world? That's a fact. Knowing like no matter what goes wrong, my baby at home and she loves me <laughs> yeah, like real like shit. She's not gonna judge me. You feel me? Yeah. Like even if I had beef with this person or this person don't fuck with me, at the end of the day I'm going home to my baby and she loves me. And I feel like that's kind of why uh Kanye was tweaking out for a little bit. He really think he's sad like that, though? I think he's sad. I think he's, he's trying to get like his that. baby back. He's he definitely trying to get his baby, baby back. back. She a billion-dollar woman, bro. He's fucking up her money. They, and she realizing that. And Drake spanked it, too. <laughs> so Don't say shit. that, bro. Drake Did Drake spank it, though? That nigga ate it. <laughs> he made the Ray J film, but he ain't put it out there. Nah, uh, don't do that. But... But I guess that's all I want to say. That's one celebrity couple that I do care about. And for Kanye's sake, I really do hope it works out. One of the last things I want to... We talked about Brady and Bill Belichick last week. And, and this, this is going to be real quick. Um, what's, what's the guy's <coughs> name? Damian Woody. He came out and said that everything that Bill, that Brady did to win the Super Bowl, he was taught by Bill Belichick. Mm. And I guess that's basically what I had said last week with they made each other great. He was like, the same way... Brady, so Brady released a video with Shannon Sharp and all the people that hate on him talking shit about him. And he's like, yo, we thought that Brady and Bill never heard the outside noise. But he's like, no, they hear it. They just don't say nothing. They internalize it and they use it as fuel. Mm -hmm. And Damian Woody came out and said, he, that's the exact Bill Belichick move. Bill Belichick used to be on the Stairmaster with cutouts from, from newspapers and shit, highlighting it and just storing it in a folder. Today? This is what he This crazy Oh shit that's about Tom Brady No About the Patriots oh, People okay. talking shit about the Patriots Oh they're done They're this They're cheaters Literally be highlighting it bro On the Sam Masters going in Think about old ass Bill Belichick yeah. On the Sam Masters <laughs> going in Highlighting shit like Yo I'm about to get these motherfuckers back And I say that to say this That is a perfect example that Brady Learned everything he's showing now From Bill Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I that's just one one thing I wanted to say because the conversation keeps going. Oh, it wasn't Bill, it was Brady. It was both of the motherfuckers and Brady learned from Bill like a fucking father. You know what I mean? Like father like son. Like father like son. I think that's a birdman and Lil Wayne right there. Exactly. But what, what you got yeah. for the people? Man? Right, I got some little information for y'all, something new that I ain't know about. Shout out to Mark and Monday, shout out to Ernie Leisure. Um, this is this is gonna be a new way of 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 um, doing collectibles now, as in like let's look at uh sport cards and sh and stuff like that. You know how people collect those, mm -hmm. even like legendary Pokemon cards. There's a thing called non fungible tokens. So basically, a non fungible token, non fungible uh, or fungible fungible. Mm. Um, NFT. It's a digital asset that could be represented as anything: sports uh -huh. card, a video. Music, music video, anything you could think of, bro, you could sell it on there for a certain price. Now, like, just a perfect example to make it simple for people, there's websites called OpenSea.com and Mintable.App.com. You could check out those websites. 
um, to give you a better uh, picture of what I'm talking about. But an easy example of this, um, shout out to Mark Cuban, but let's say Cardi B drops a new track, right? And she goes, I don't want to put it on any of the streaming services. I don't want to put it on Apple Music, Google Music, Tidal, uh, Spotify, none of those. She goes, fuck it. I'm going to drop it myself. I'm going to create an account on OpenSea and Mintable.app. Create an account and drop drop this single. Now, she mm-hmm. could drop as many singles. Like, it'll be one song, but she could have, like, 20 versions of that one song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Someone, right? And she sells it for, let's say, $1.25. So, everything is bought using uh, the cryptocurrency Ethereum, mm-hmm. right, on, the, on these websites. So she she has that one song. She makes 20 copies of it, right? People going to buy it, right? Because, like, yo, Cardi B just dropped a new single. Why not have it? I could hold it and store it, right? Yeah. So she 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 drops those 20 copies. She could set it where she get 50% royalties on every time the item is sold, the song is sold. Mm. So the company gets 50%, the no. artist gets 50%. She could get 50%. And who's getting the other 50%? Uh, The people that's selling it. Oh, the, the, the website or... The, the company that you're talking about. Not the company, the, the people buying it. So listen, so listen, listen, listen. So she make those 20 copies, right? Mm-hmm. People are going to buy them. Well, she's going to get the full price of how much she's selling them for, right? Mm-hmm. The first purchase. Let's say you go buy the song, right? And you hold it for five months and you go, yo, I don't I don't want um, I don't want this song no more. I'm about to just sell it. You could sell it, right? For however much you want. Whatever you sell it for, let's say you sell it for $15,000, Cardi B is gonna get fifty percent of that. She owns fifty percent royalties okay. to it. Okay. So, so right. So you go sell it to me. I hold it for three months. Like I don't want this shit no more. Right. I sell it. Greg goes to buy it. Cardi B's eating off of every sale that goes on with the, mm. with these songs. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So Mark Cuban even even made a video stating it's like, yo, if you buy this right now, um, I would email you a video of me, um. Praising you, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. bro. Mark Cuban has a video right now <laughs> of dissing the Phoenix Suns that's going for fifteen thousand dollars on 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 OpenSea and Mintable dot app, mm. bro. And it's crazy. And a perfect example would be like, yo, if I, I, we want to drop a podcast episode, we go, we could create an account and be like, yo, no one's gonna see this shit. They have to buy it. They could buy it, and we could set it where we get seventy five percent royalties on it every time it's sold. Mm. So instead of like how it is before when someone has like a specialty card, right? A signature card or signature jersey. And with that one sale, you get paid. And then that person could resell it. And yeah. you, the, 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 the main seller, he's going to keep eating every time the item gets sold. Mm. But what, what type of items would this be used for? Like what type Bro, of items any- are readily re-, re... I mean, but you buy a, a football jersey. That's not being resold a hundred times though. That's usually a one purchase type of thing. Nah, some people resell stuff. It's like sneakers. I know he's going through the phase when phone pauses was going. Uh-huh. You seen the, the the phone pauses on one dude, and next week is on a different dude. It's the same phone pauses. What? That's, that's what they was doing in my doing? school. That's what they was doing in my See, school. See, that's that Long Island shit, bro. Yeah, we was knowing that shit in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but um, nah. there's actually a dude fucking selling a tennis match of him playing tennis for five thousand dollars on that shit, bro. He goes possibly the first tennis match as an NFT. Like the tennis racket? No, a tennis match, a video. You can sell whatever the fuck you want on it. Yes, bro. What's the name of this website? You go to opensea.com or mentable.app. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
And then uh, big big news in the cryptocurrency world, uh, Bitcoin is uh, breaking all-time highs. Y'all just want to inform the people with this. Um, Bitcoin is basically stating it's worth uh, $1 trillion. Uh, Apple is a $2 trillion uh, company. So to give you the comparisons of how powerful uh, Bitcoin is itself. Um, Bitcoin, like I said, has been breaking all-time highs. Within the past six months, we have seen a 350% increase. Um, you ain't never heard of that before in the regular uh, stock market. Um, but I'm gonna give you a little history about Bitcoin and um, like it's up and downs and where it could be headed. Um, on May 22nd of 20, 2010, um, a gentleman had ordered pizza in Jacksonville, Florida. He ordered uh, two Papa John pizzas for 10,000 Bitcoin, right? Right now, one Bitcoin as of yesterday, February 19, 2020 at 6.40 p.m., one Bitcoin equaled $55,785.70. So if you do the math, that 10,000 Bitcoin he used to purchase that pizza in 2010 will equal out to $557,857,000 US dollars. Yes, yes, yes. So mind you, remember, the cryptocurrency market goes 24-7, uh, seven days a week. So the price is going to change of what one Bitcoin actually means. But uh, just to, just quickly, uh, the history of um, of Bitcoin itself, uh, March of 2017, it broke 1,000. So just about one Bitcoin, you need 1,000 US dollars. May 2017, it broke 2,000. September of 2017, it broke 5,000. November of 2017, it broke 8,000. December, now listen to this, December 15th of 2017, it broke a whopping 17K. You understand what I'm saying? Two days later, it got its all-time high at 19K. On December 22nd of 2017, Bitcoin lost one-third of its value in 24 hours. So it dropped below $14,000. Now, according to independent.com, they have said that a top dog in the, that invested in Bitcoin actually sold 5,000 Bitcoins, which was worth around $40 million, which has caused it to drop. And it's like a snow, snowball effect. When people see a stock dropping, they're going to take their money out. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That's the idea. You buy low, sell high. So that's basically what was going on uh, at the end of 2017. In 2018 and two, around 2019, you basically, if you had held your money in from like the time, 2017 when you invested, you ate shit for a while. You know what I'm saying? Bitcoin went back down to around $3,000 and was was stuck around there until um, 2020, July 2020, where you started seeing growth back into Bitcoin, mm -hmm. um, where it hit an all-time high of $11,000. December 16th of 2020, Bitcoin hit an all-time high of 20 k and just kept breaking new levels ever since. January, January 3rd, it hit 34 k January 8th, it hit 40 k <laughs> then it, at the end of January, it went back to 33K, and now February 16th, it hit the all-time high of breaking $50,000. Definitely want to give uh, Bitcoin a round of applause for that. You understand what I'm saying? For all the people that's investing and eating off of it. But um, part of that reason could also be, too, like I said, Elon Musk dumped $1.5 I believe, into, um, into Bitcoin. And um, also promoting stuff like Dogecoin. So people, those are open eyes to people like, yo, I must invest in Bitcoin. Mm. And you could buy uh, fractions of Bitcoin yourself. You know, go download whatever uh, Coinbase, Robinhood, and be like, I have $10. You could buy $10 worth of Bitcoin. It's not a lot of Bitcoin. It's not but, even close to one Bitcoin, but it's do, part of it. Do you think eventually they're going to ban people like Elon Musk from 
tweeting about stocks because isn't yeah. that te- technically manipulating the stock market? Yeah, that could be a, a big, big situation. That's what the gentleman from that that did the GameStop shit is going to trial for, basically. Mm. Situation like that. So that might be something you want to be careful about tweeting and driving that information. But also the problem with the digital currency about the whole cri- crypto world is basically you could look at it like this. I believe during the Civil War, every state had a different currency. So, like, let's say two dollars in Mississippi could could equal fifty cents in New York. Mm-hmm. So when that was going on, um, the Feds was like, "Yo, this is just too much. This is this is basically bullshit." They had changed everything to the U.S. dollar. So that could be the problem with cryptocurrency. You could go to a store, and um, you be like, "Yo, I have Ethereum," and I'm like, "Yo, we only take Bitcoin." You know, someone could be like, "I have Dogecoin." Mm-hmm. It's like, "Yo, I only take Ethereum." You know, so it's like too many uh too many coins out there. To, to actually for it to be used but uh, obviously bitcoin is the top dog of it all of all the cryptocurrencies but that could be a problem people could be facing of how to utilize cryptocurrency in today's world and everything but yeah that's definitely some financial stuff i got some route stocks for you they if, Come on, if I the people that want it right now nah, nah, that's, not right that's my information um so uber you know uber definitely been facing some crisis in the u.s especially in california for its workers um, but the U in the UK, the Supreme Court ruled Uber must now classify driver as employees, so not independent workers, which forces them to provide benefits, um, get paid holidays, minimum wage. That didn't happen in the past. Now, uh, the decision sets a, a problem, and if other countries and states decide to follow the UK's lead, it could neg- neg- negatively impact Uber's profit margins. Now, another problem. With this is could um, delivery be more expensive now? You know what I'm saying? These guys are getting paid minimum wage regardless of the fact you work one hour, you're getting paid whatever the minimum wage is in your section in the UK. But, but if it comes into the US, I can you know, definitely see Uber bucking back on that, right? Because that's definitely going to drive down their profit margins. But as you said, that's going to, we're going to feel that. The people who are ordering Uber. What I was so I mentioned it earlier, we didn't really talk about it, but that's essentially what's happening with Facebook in Australia. Australia passed a law that anytime Facebook broadcasts and shares any news story from them, they have to pay the news companies, the people who's putting it up. But Facebook delete essentially deleted every single news source in Australia, saying like, listen, y'all have this entire relationship fucked up. We're not gonna pay off of content. Y'all choose to bring y'all content here. Because we are the marketplace that's going to get you eyeballs, right? And it, so Google Google paid first, right? So Google paid first, and that's why Australia tried to pass the law. But that's essentially what Facebook is looking at it as. It's like, number one, y'all about to fuck up our profit margin, and it's going to fall back on the advertisers because now we have to pay them a certain part. Y'all have to pay that. We're not mm-hmm. going to pay it. You, feel, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But... Facebook is really scared right now because if they lose that battle to Australia, they're both at like a standstill right now. The entire world is going to come for money on every single piece of news that's on Facebook. And Facebook's core right now is news. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? So Facebook is in a big battle right now. This could change the the entire way of how social media and news works. Honestly, I think it's wrong Yeah. because y'all choose to upload y'all shit there. You feel me? Like, my grandmother used to work at a market. You go at a marketplace, you put your goods there because a lot of people are going to be walking through. You're probably going to get more sales. 
you don't sell you don't sell goods and then go to the person who owns the market and be like, yo, I want a piece of that. Yeah. You feel me? Like, no, nigga, you chose to came and sell your shit here. Whatever I make off of it because you're here is my business. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So that's 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 very similar to to that. Yeah, that's 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 you know, show your wallet. They're doing the dumbest shit. Yeah, now we all have shit. to pay to use them services. Which fucks up Let's advertisement hope. for you, so you just fucking up everything yeah. for a lot of people. So I, they're definitely not gonna win that battle. I don't know. It, it seems the thing is, Google made them feel comfortable doing it because Google started paying them for it. You feel me? But it's 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 two completely different things, and that's what Facebook is trying to say. It's like, bro, I get what y'all did with Google, but we're a social media company. Yeah. Y'all could upload y'all shit. Or not, we don't yeah. care. Or they just cut off, show you off of Facebook. That's what they did. Okay, yeah. That's what they did. Yeah, we're but, not gonna deal with that problem. Exactly. Well, sure, it's not gonna change the whole world. It's too they, small. They're not. And Wi-Fi is still going on, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the koalas being yeah, burnt yeah, up and no. shit. Yeah, that's probably a kangaroo on the computer. Yeah. Which is not funny. But that, that that's the Rouse Shots right there. That's Rouse Shots right there. Shout out to yeah. Rouse, you know what I'm saying, for that good information. Nope. Thank y'all for tuning into this episode, man. I yeah. hope y'all enjoyed it. There was a lot of stuff nope. in here. Bow, we out. Ever told on a nigga? Nope. Ever squeezed a trigger? Yep. Ever set a nigga up? Nope. Ever helped a brother out when he was down on the